1: brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So, why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to 7 times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
0: Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And you know me, Scott. My name is Ben Bolin. I hang out with you, and I also work for the same website. Why
1: do you always feel like you need to introduce yourself to me? What's that? You always introduce yourself to me before every show.
0: I have a bizarre form of retrograde amnesia.
1: <laughs> I guess I do the same to you, though.
0: Who are you? Uh, yeah, every time, every <laughs> like, time. Anyways. Every time.
1: Anyway, so you know what? I'm kind of uh, I'm excited about today's topic. I can tell you've got I, a bit of a, a, a glow about it. Yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a condition.
0: But, That's all. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's a condition. <laughs> I'm going
1: to get that taken care of. But the thing that uh, we're going to talk about today is uh, scale model cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about it because I happen to collect them. I haven't seen my collection in about four years, though. They've been packed away in the uh, in the basement in the you know just storage bins. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone wrapped up in a T-shirt, as a matter of fact. So I'm going to get a lot of T-shirts when I finally unpack as well. But, um, I, 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 love collecting them. I used to, you know, spend my paycheck, part of my paycheck on, on these models, um, you know, every couple of weeks or every month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to a lot of places that have some really cool, you know, stuff displayed, unusual things. And, I've uh, digging into this, I found out a lot more about them that, you know, there's, there's
0: another whole world
1: out there that I hadn't, no idea that existed. Absolutely. I yeah.
0: had the same experience. And before we go further, we should figure out what, what class? What type of uh, scale model cars you you go for? Because most collectors go for a specific, right? Yeah, they do. A, a lot of people, have, you know,
1: they they have, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that too. Because there's uh, people collect by all different uh, types of uh, parameters. I guess mm-hmm. they. Um, I had this written down somewhere about how would people do it, but um, we'll get to it in a minute. But um, I collect 1 18th scale, and that's relatively big. They're about a foot long each and mm-hmm. they have a moderate amount of detail to them they're uh, the pre they're metal um, you know you can usually open the doors in the hood and there's an engine there there's you know a dashboard that you know has you know a little bit of detail to it there's sure. usually seats that have some type of you know, grain in them and things like that there's a yeah i say i guess moderate is the best way to say it no are these diecast these uh no they're not i don't think they are um it, I, I could be wrong in this mm-hmm. that you know it depends on the brand that you buy sure. um but yeah i'm, I'm sure that uh, you know, there's some out there that are, but um the ones that I, I collect are well, you know what? I'm just gonna say this. My my collection is very eclectic. Um I have a, a whole mix. I started out collecting one eighteenth scale mm-hmm. and it's over the years, you know, through gifts from, you know, family and friends and uh you know, just just gathering things along the way, like at auto shows, giveaways. Sure. Um it's kind of uh it's it's turned into its own thing really. I've got a display case for it that's far too small. Mm-hmm. Um but you know it's it's over the years, developed. I have many different scales now. Different types of things that I initially didn't collect mm-hmm. that now I now I have a few of them. So I don't know if I collect them really or not, but uh, you know, just some odds and ends, signed pieces, and you know, um, signed pieces. Yeah, yeah, some signed nice. cars, and uh, you know, if you happen to be in the presence of somebody that you know can sign that vehicle for you. Not not that mm-hmm. I've purchased any like that, but had right. them signed. Um, had some. Uh, I don't know, like you know the you know the uh, the cubes of. of Crystal or whatever whatever that material is that they uh, they kind of laser cut a design into. Oh yes, yes. I've got a, a Hemi engine that's uh, in glass. Um, you know, like a, I've got a glass F
0: one car. Really?
1: Um, yeah, I've got some unusual
0: things. You do have some unusual things. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have. You know, I would have pegged you maybe as a collector, but but not with such uh, eclectic taste. Eclectic yeah. taste. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's, a, it's
1: a big mix right now at this point. All different mm. makes, models, years, vintages, just
0: um, everything. But for the record, anyone listening about to mail Scott something, one eighteenth. That's, that's the that's the preferred ratio. That's the ratio. preferred
1: ratio. Yeah, that's what I that's what I prefer really. But Just, you can't turn people and, down. And the beginning. reason is because you get a little bigger, they get a lot more expensive, and you get a little bit smaller and you lose a little bit of detail in ah. some cases. Unless you're willing to pay for it. So there's a sweet spot. There is. Now you can I mean, obviously someone could put a lot of time into a much smaller model mm-hmm. and make it even more dramatic than a one eighteenth and you know, etc. But um I, I don't know. We'll, we'll stick with this here. We're, yeah. we're going to go through a list of the, the typical scales, the, mm-hmm. some of the larger scales, the smaller scales, mm-hmm. how they size up, about what they cost, or, you know, just ballpark- Figures on these things. Um, do you collect anything like that? Any, even if it's not cars. Do you collect anything like that?
0: I uh, I used to build uh, model cars. I think a lot of kids. Uh, oh, the plastic ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where all the pieces come in the plastic frame, yeah. and you pop them out. Those yeah. are great. I was an avid fan of those. Did you blow them all up? Or? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. The only thing I know for sure, I'm not sure what happened to those vehicles that I worked on. But my dad still uh, does that as a hobby. Really? Yeah, it's kind of a relaxing thing. You the know. plastic models, the, the mm-hmm. kits? No mm-hmm. kidding, that's cool. Yeah, and he paints them and all that that's stuff. That's a good so hobby. I think it's a good hobby. Uh, right now, I'm a little bit concerned that if I started it now, uh, I would – you know, do the worst thing you can do and lose one of the pieces before you're done. <laughs> it's so much worse than you know, losing so a piece I, of a puzzle.
1: I think you would put a lot of time into it. I bet you it would be uh, pretty spectacular.
0: Oh, thanks, I, I think yeah. you would.
1: I mean, you seem to, to set your mind to something and do it, right? Oh,
0: shucks. You're too nice. <laughs> What's going on? No,
1: no, really. I think I think once you're an adult and you take on something like this, you maybe give a little bit more – attention to detail because when i was a kid i used to get glue all over the windows and everything mm-hmm. and it was a mess and you know I try to put the stickers on and they wouldn't quite peel off right so you know it'd be a little bit torn and mm-hmm. um i tried you know when I, was, when I was young to build my own but um varying levels of success i i did boats and cars and planes and everything mm-hmm. um i don't know what kind of fate those had eventually but well i have glue all over
0: my hands we, right now we moved so, a <laughs> lot yeah, that's right. we moved a lot so I, I yeah they probably were just broken and lost I am going to perform an important segue into these into these different classifications. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> As I just the, want everyone to be clear. Smooth factor, yeah. yeah. Smooth factor. Yeah, so, uh, so one eighteenth. When when we're saying that, what we're saying is that these are cars that are uh, that are eighteen times smaller than the actual production car. Correct. However. They are modeled after real vehicles.
1: They're scale models, so everything mm. is proportional. So if you had two mm. scale models that were one-eighteenth scale and you put them side by side, let's say mm. I, I've got a Cadillac convertible from the '60s and I've got a uh, you know a, a Dodge Charger from uh, also from the '60s, sure, they will be proportional to the size. I mean, the the Cadillac is going to be a longer vehicle, of course,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you can also get a, a good feel for um, height and width and everything if it's done you know to scale like it should be. Right. Uh they claim to be scale models so you would hope that they would maintain that but um yeah you can you can get an idea for the size of vehicles if you get the same if you have the same scale across the board.
0: And that's why we have some standardized scales. Yeah, that's right. Such as uh, Such as, <laughs> let's go to
1: the list here. Some of the popular ones and and when I say popular, that means the ones that you'll find probably on like the toy store shelves sure. to- or um yeah. retail, you know, mm-hmm. stores. Um that's not a bad place to get them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about some places later that are, are better. I think as far as um, not that those are bad. It's just that there's a lot more variety out there than you may initially
0: think for the intrepid yeah exactly uh, enthusiast
1: exactly. Now some of the popular ones we mentioned are like one forty third, which is smaller than one eighteenth, right? And as you know, as the bottom number gets bigger here or smaller rather, the cars get bigger. Um, there's also there's also some of the larger scales. Uh, and, and you know I'm skipping around a little bit here, but uh, there's some of the larger scales which are like one twelfth or mm-hmm. one eighth. They get up into one fifth, you know, one third even. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen one fourth cars. Um, now the smallest ones. Now these are these are pretty big. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, it seems like I got a bunch of notes about all this stuff. You know, like approximate sizes and everything. But that yeah. kind of falls apart when you're talking about, um, you know, like I, I mentioned, you could have a Cadillac or you could have an MG Midget, sure. and you know you would. You you can't say like a one eighteen scale model is this size. It just doesn't work that way. Right, it's proportional right. To the way the car really was on the road. Um, but just to, just as a, a guideline here, mm-hmm. um, you know, the one twelve scale, the one eighth scale, you would look at that and say that's uh, larger than normal model. It sure. may be a couple of feet long. Mm. Um, they're they're really big. They're also often really expensive.
0: And these, when we're talking on this size, now check me if I'm wrong on this, but we know that some of these larger scale models actually have uh, industrial uses that, you know, they're not the ones that you get your kid for Christmas. They're the ones that you put in a wind tunnel. Well, they can be. They can, they can, you can, be, yeah. oh, that's right, you yeah. can,
1: yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you in a moment about some of these big ones that, uh, are very, very expensive. Um, so, maybe you didn't know about that. I did. I'll didn't. Have to, I, oh, I will, uh, that's okay. all right, I'll let you in. But the, but yeah. the, uh, the manufacturers, you're absolutely right in that the manufacturers use, um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna guess one eighth scale models. Uh they're pretty big. They're, you know, three mm-hmm. to four feet long, something like that. They're uh they're exact representation of what the vehicle will look like that they're ready to build. And they put them in the wind tunnels and they can uh you know, check wind flow over these things mm-hmm. using you've probably seen them sitting in a small wind it looks like a full size vehicle because they right. go right down every detail. And uh they run a, a wand over it that has a, a stream of smoke. Yep. And they can watch the air patterns and you know where there's mm-hmm. high pressure, low pressure, et cetera, And um you know, where's where some disturbance. And um also, they can do uh, they can check load uh, aerodynamic you know as far as how much pressure is put on the, each mm-hmm. wheel per inch at speed as well. and yeah exactly and they just increase the speed as if it were going down the road mm-hmm. uh, so a 55 mile an hour wind simulates what it would be like on the highway at 55 miles an hour
0: see and I, I think that's super cool I kind of want one of those as a souvenir really yeah maybe yeah. in Monte Carlo May, you know what that'd be awesome I'm sure that those those mock-ups have been destroyed. Or mm-hmm. are already you know what, sitting. One here is
1: a little passing. something uh, intriguing. Yes, this is, and I'll keep it brief because this right. is just just throwing it out there. It's a possibility. Put me on the game, man. Highland Park, Michigan, used to be the headquarters for Chrysler, and uh, you know when I first started working in that group, mm-hmm. I was down there often, and uh, as was a former boss later later in life. Mm-hmm. He also worked for Chrysler. and still did. And still does. He uh, he claims that towards the end of the days when you know they were ready to tear down the Highland Park facility and they were going to build the tech center, which is out in Auburn Hills, Michigan, which is enormous. Okay. This is the one that's like the Pentagon size or bigger. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that building. Yeah. Um, he claims that uh, he found a my, you know Well, I, you know what? Actually, he doesn't even claim it. He, he was telling me about some of the underground tunnels that are down there. And I know that they're there because I had been in the buildings before. Mm-hmm. I just had never explored them. He apparently had explored them. You know, they go between buildings and there's, um, you know, outlets that go off to the side to, to who knows where, you know, wow. locked doors. Some are unlocked apparently. He found a few on, you know, various lunch hours that were unlocked and there were rooms full of drawings and scale model cars from long, long ago. Wooden, what? wooden models, metal models, you know, that type of thing. Awesome. And But the thing is, they were tearing down the buildings all around this thing. It was almost like these are forgotten, um, like, crypts almost underneath mm-hmm. underneath the property. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how deep or what's on that property now at this point. You know, if they if they've dug down past that and it's been destroyed, or if they did find those and empty them, mm-hmm. or if all that stuff is still preserved down there, I don't know.
0: In which case... We cannot wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> legally say that it would be a good idea to find that. No, that would be trespassing, and you shouldn't do that. That's, and uh, you should not do that.
1: No, no, exactly. Do not do
0: that. But uh, I'm just throwing
1: it out there that it's a possibility oh. it may still be there. Kind of interesting, isn't it?
0: Oh, that's awesome. And there's
1: probably – well, there may be a lot more of that going on, You know, of course, all over the U.S.
0: I'm glad you talked about the uh, – the older models pointed out that they're wood. Yeah. Because when we talk about scale model cars, you know, it's sort of this human habit to take everything that we have and everything that we have in ordinary life and sort of make a smaller representation of it. Typically, it starts out for children, mm-hmm. you know, like lead soldiers, tin soldiers, and then, of course, uh, horses, animals. So naturally, when we get scale model cars it's because cars have been invented and it's funny to me because growing up with these it never occurred to me that you know there were people i've i had met in my life hmm. who were around before cars were invented and so these these scale model cars to them were like the newest toy oh yeah sure yeah, and,
1: definitely um, yeah go ahead i was, didn't mean to cut you off
0: oh no 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 i'm trying to because there's Remember that thing you showed me off yeah, air?
1: Yeah, we'll get to it. I'm kind of waiting for the there's, end on that there's one. There's an interesting thing that everybody needs to see, I think, and we'll yeah. uh, we'll bring that up at the we'll end. We'll hold but, that till the end. But uh, one one quick thing. Yeah. Did you say lead soldiers? uh uh-huh, yeah. Did you play with lead soldiers when you were a kid?
0: No. Are you sure? No. I'm 98% never sure. Never mind. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah I
1: understand. <laughs> the other 2% you've lost mm-hmm. memory of. Well, I'm from <laughs> I'm from the hills, man. So yeah. All right, all right. I'll, I'll let I'll move on. I've got hey, um, madness. So just ballpark. I mean, you can yeah. get some of these cars, like the 118 scale cars. You can mm. find them for ten dollars. Sure. You know, if you go to certain retailers, yeah. You can also find them for several hundreds of dollars if you go to a place like the you know the um, the Franklin Mint, mm-hmm. where you know they have exact replicas with you know the correct wire coloring going to the motor and right. um, Everything is and they're authorized, authenticated, exactly, reproductions. exactly, yeah, exactly. So. Expect to pay, you know, anywhere between. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is okay. strange. Anywhere between ten dollars and okay. several hundred dollars for this. My range of comfort in that mm-hmm. was between like thirty and uh, eighty something. You paid eighty dollars? Yeah, I did, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, and is it worth that was it? for it was. Yeah, I, I still look at those models, and it's amazing. I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to look at them. Um, they're like a, a small sculpture, piece of artwork mm. that I can put out somewhere. Um, some of the, you know, some of the other ones, like when you talk about the, the bigger scale, um. Yeah, well, you go. said
0: it gets more expensive as we yeah, go farther it does. up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I won't mention like the 43rd scale. Those are a little smaller and a little bit less detail in most cases. Sure. But again, you can go to the opposite end of the spectrum where they have more detail mm-hmm. and they're more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get up into like the, the 12th scale cars, the eight scale cars, you can expect to pay, well, let's see, for the 12th scale cars, which are relatively big. Yeah. Uh, you can expect to pay several hundred dollars for just a an entry level type vehicle. If okay, just a so like base price, it's just a model. You know, we're talking about something you put on a shelf and look sure. at, admire. Um, it's not a, you know something a kid would bang into another car. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. Hopefully, Hopefully not. not. Yeah. yeah. And if you go up to like one eighth scale cars, which are relatively you know, pretty big, um, you can expect to pay several thousands of dollars for could those you, models. Could you fit a kid in there? Uh, nope, okay. nope, not in a one eighth scale car. No, you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, in fact. One-eighth scale car, I don't have any. Oh, yeah. You have to get up into like the two-thirds area for like a, a small kid to drive one. Okay, for and someone to actually fit almost in Almost like one. a go-kart, you know, with like a, a you know small motor and you know they have that type of vehicle yeah, as well. They're exact yeah. replicas, but they're two-thirds scale. Mm-hmm. Um, they get up even bigger than that and you'll expect to pay, um, again, several thousands of dollars for that, if not tens of thousands of dollars. When you get up to like two-fifths scale, mm-hmm. uh, then you're talking about, let's like, twenty thousand dollars for really a, uh, yeah i mean if you're talking about a, a really well done piece of art you know i guess it uh, is handmade yeah exactly they're they're handmade and uh i mean you can go to neiman marcus and buy a one-eighth scale car that you, you could look this up online right now if you wanted to they've got a um, mclaren f1 lm model car that sells for forty seven hundred bucks
0: Wow. Um
1: that's a one-eighth scale so it's pretty big. Um it comes in papaya orange only, which is attributed <laughs> to Bruce, Bruce McLaren. And um they also have a Ferrari FXX and a Lamborghini uh Reventon. So
0: Okay. Nope. Oh, don't want to steal your thunder, my no. podcast partner, but no, riddle right. me this. What what would people use this for if you get this F1 for
1: $4700? <laughs>
0: yeah. What, what,
1: what you put purpose? that on your mahogany desk and uh, and admire mm-hmm. it, as do all of your clients who enter the uh, the office. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, really, if you're a collector of something like this, that would be a centerpiece of your display. Um, that may be the the focal point of the room. You know, if you mm-hmm. have a room that's dedicated to something like this, or in a garage that you have um, exotic cars or vintage cars or whatever you have, uh, you may put this up on a wall in a in a you know a, you know a coated or a covered case rather. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's something to look at and admire the the skill and craftsmanship you know that went into it and um you know if you can't afford the million dollar mclaren then here's a way to spend less than five grand and get one
0: okay you see when you put it that way now yeah. you're speaking yeah. my language but <laughs> there is a company there's a company that's uh
1: let's see i'm trying to find a note here but there's a uh there's a company called here it is amalgam,
0: amalgam oh yes motor amalgam. Cars. do you know this one I have run. I ran against them in some of our research.
1: Okay, Here you, you go. Uh, you take this. All right. They uh, they build large scale models. Uh, in fact, they have a they have a one fifth. They have several one fifth scale Ferraris. They have a quarter scale Ferrari four fifty eight Italia which I think is pretty cool. But they do other things. Yeah. They do F1 cars, yachts, engines, which are unbelievable. Right. Um, they do helmets. They do steering wheels. They do all kinds of things. But, um, again, you're talking about several thousands of dollars for these cars, just as they are, and you have to order them well ahead of time to mm-hmm. ship by, you know, the end of that year when you when you order one. And you can have them personalized if you want them painted certain ways. You want interior packages that are different mm-hmm. than, than what they advertise. Um, all of that can be done. But um, you know you have to pay additional for that. Sure. But expect again several thousands. You're getting into the you know ten thousand dollar mark.
0: Something something you said here uh, piques my interest, mm-hmm. and hopefully our listeners' interest as well. Mm-hmm. You said engines. Engines, yeah. Now we're talking working engines when we're talking about. Them. Well, this one we're not. This one, oh, this one this we're one not, not. But.
1: There are scale. There are makers There are several makers now that will make V8 engines, V10 engines, V12 engines. I mean, every every engine you can imagine mm. uh, that actually runs on the stand, and uh, they're incredible to look at. They're they're beautiful, really well done. And um, should we just go ahead and hit them with this right here? Oh, look, oh quick, quick, one yeah, quick thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. One. This is because we want. There's one final thing that we want to get to, but um, I want to mention another scale that maybe you haven't heard of. All right, all right. This is a At small scale, very small scale. And I had no idea this was out there. 187th scale cars and trucks. Really? And whatever, other models. Yeah, I'll I'll show you. I'm going to show you a picture now. These are 187th scale. It's a picture of a motorcycle and a car. And just to give you an idea of the size, you can keep that. Wow. There's a a penny next to this motorcycle and a penny next to, uh, it looks like a hot rod of some kind. Model A, maybe
0: something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's, it's a hot rod Model A, and it looks like looks to be a Harley motorcycle. It, yeah, I think it is.
1: I think it is. And and the, the Harley is standing upright, and so is the penny. And, and the and penny is
0: taller than the, the Harley. penny is much taller than the Harley.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, there's a reasonable amount of detail in that model. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's a small, small. It probably, I bet the wheel span. If you put it on top of that penny, it might might not overhang the uh, the penny at all.
0: You know? Yeah, I'm actually I'm. I, I got to say, man, this reminds me of – have you ever been to Ripley's, believe it or not? Yes. You know where they have the tiny grains of uh, yes. rice or – yeah, only rice where they've got carvings. This reminds me of this sort yeah, of stuff. exactly. This is extremely precise
1: work. And uh, so there's and there's a whole group um, of collectors out there that, that are into these 187th scale models and the level of detail that is put into these. They can – uh, and they have all different types of, of photographs of, um, you know, semi truck trailers like the the old Coca Cola haulers. Mm. They've got um, uh, just unbelievable amount of, of product out there. I mean, motorcycles, cars, hot yeah. rods, trucks, um, you know, heavy hauling trucks. They've got everything. There's oh, farm implements. I saw some really cool, really farm machinery that you know, each each individual um, uh, track. I guess you know, if it's a track like a uh-huh. uh, like a tank would have. Um, you know, you can see the detail in the tread on the tank. It's, it's unbelievable. These are great. Um, as far as, as far as something to, uh, to collect or to have. They're expensive because mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that goes into them. Yeah. Um, but they're very, very small and
0: very, very, uh, very, very detailed. And you can carry your entire collection in a briefcase. <laughs> That's right. However, however, Scott, and this is uh, one of the main objections that, uh, one of my cousins had to model cars when they were younger. You can't run them. They don't actually run. Ah. And would that I could travel back in time to tell this kid about the last thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This really cool thing that uh, we found. We stumbled on this online. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm. Judging by the number of hits this thing has on YouTube, I'm going to guess that a number of our listeners have seen this already. Probably, um, yeah. But uh, this is pretty awesome. It is a very old episode of uh, Top Gear. It's a Mm. Top Gear feature with Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, He's narrating, interviewing someone. And if you want to search for this video, um, search for this exactly and you'll find it. Uh, Ferrari 312 PB replica scale model and you won't believe what you see in this. And this it's crazy. Is, it,
0: it's unbelievable. I mean, you watched it, right? It's, I yeah, it I watched it. it what do you think? I, I watched it. Our producer, Matt, watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was – I, I frank, sometimes when I see levels of skill taken to that degree, Scott, I start to wonder what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> That's right. All that TV watching. All that TV watching. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't even watch television just, that just much. Just wasting your time reading. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this Ferrari is – tiny and perfect. It's a, it's a race car. It is a real it I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's a real car. It is. It's, it's a, just like this Lilliputian version of a real car. It's a
1: real car and I never did get the
0: scale number on this. I don't know what
1: scale it is, but it's big. I didn't see it either. It, yeah. it looks ballpark one scale, maybe 1/12 scale. I think it's 1/8 probably. And that's what guess. he
0: had to do cuz he built a working
1: Engine. yeah that's the fascinating part about this this isn't a model that this guy put together Mm-mm. this is a model that the guy built and every when I, piece every single piece of this car he built by hand in a machine shop Um, it took him, and I've got a few numbers here, but I won't, I mean, there's a, there's this whole interview with him, so, you know, watch it and you'll get it, but, Mm -hmm. um, and just one quick thing, the audio doesn't start until about 20 seconds in, so don't think that you're, uh, you know, you're watching a bad version of it or something. (laughs) But, um, it's really fascinating. The guy's a telecom engineer. He spent 20,000 hours on this model. That gives you the, an idea of how Mm -hmm. important this was to him. He made every single part himself. Um, it took him three years just to make drawings that he had, you know, created from photographs of the actual car that he saw. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess that's what drove him is that when he was a kid, he went to see this car race and, uh, the, the, he called it the Ferrari music, I think is what he called it. And he said he, he longed to have that somehow around him Mm -hmm. all the time and he couldn't afford the real car, of course, but so he decided to make his own, um, took him three years to make the drawings. 12 years to build the model. So a total of 15 years he has tied up in this project. And before you think that it's maybe not worth it, you should
0: take a, take a look at this video. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And we should say in full disclosure, Scott, I, I think it's fair to say that you and I are both the kind of guys who would rather see one thing done really well than 10 things done average. Correct. And so I think that's why we're so on the same page with this fellow. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. He he made it so authentic that, I mean, he built the he he designed and built the engine himself. It's it's mm-hmm. the Ferrari engine. It's a it's a it's a 100 cc and of course much scaled down 100 yeah. cc. Right. Uh, it's a flat 12, um, fuel injected, dry sump, 24 valve V12 engine or not V12 flat 12 engine. Somehow that really works. It really yeah. works. And and the thing is because it's scale. And everything is scale. He made the tiny little exhaust exactly like the Ferrari exhaust. He made um, you know every bit inside the engine just like the the uh, just like the Ferrari would be. It sounds identical to the Ferrari three twelve PP. Which would be Ferrari music. Exactly. And, and the cool thing is, Ben, did you see the part where he, he has a, he has a key in the ignition and he turns the key? Yeah, with
0: the tweezers.
1: Yeah, and the, and the lights work. The, the, the dash lights up and the, and the gauges work. And he made those gauges. He, he did every bit of this car. It's crazy, and the man. The pedals work. He has a gearbox that has five speeds with a little gated shifter and a wooden knob. And it even has reverse. The wheels work. So if, if you could find somebody that's one eighth scale, they could drive the car.
0: <laughs> See, okay, that's the perfect. That's the perfect ending for that one, man. I now I officially nominate this for uh, favorite scale model car of, yeah, of the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any, any objections? No, not at all. Okay, then then we've gone ahead, we've done it, we've made it official. We've got to say before we head out, uh, there are probably some people wondering why aren't you guys doing Matchbox cars? Yeah. We can't give you any spoilers, but we feel like maybe that's a separate thing.
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah this is a different this is a different level. And Matchbox mm-hmm. does some scale models, mm-hmm. but uh, we're not talking about the kind that you buy in the little blue packet with uh, you know a little plastic right, case right. over. Um they make other types of models too, sure. so I'm not discounting that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, we may we may talk about Matchbox in the future.
0: You'll have to stay tuned to find out. And to our listeners there, thanks for tuning in, guys. Are you a car collector, a scale model car collector? Uh, do you have any particularly crazy stories about that? If you do, feel free to uh, find us on Facebook or Twitter, Car stuff. Feel free to drop a line on our awesome blog on HowStuffWorks.com. Or you can always cut out the middleman and email us directly at You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.